Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, and today on the show, we have none other than Brian Fullerton. Uh, Brian Fullerton is the owner of Brian's Lawn Maintenance out in uh, beautiful Michigan. He's been uh, doing the lawn care thing for over a decade and a half. He's got a successful YouTube channel and podcast as well as some other social media stuff out there. I'm sure you guys have heard of him and seen him in today. We were fortunate enough to be able to get him on the podcast, ask him some questions that really I've been super curious about, and uh, you know, it gives me an opportunity to to dig in and, and pick his brain a little bit and see what's going on with him. So, thanks for uh, being on, Brian. Yeah, you bet, brother. Well, thanks for having me on the show, and uh, I, I had to do you a solid and uh, try to bring some value to your audience. After all, you were on our podcast uh, uh, just a couple of days ago, man. So, uh, right back at you. Thanks for taking the time to be on our show uh, just a couple of days ago. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, I, I appreciate the short notice. It was like. It was like two or three days, and you were you were you were hopping on. So, hey, we, we move fast around here, man. You got to get in where you fit in. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So I'll start off and, and uh, see see what's going on with your operation today. I know a lot of people see you on YouTube and see you kind of jumping around and trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. So what's it look like for uh, equipment guys, clients? You know, how many accounts do you have? What kind of equipment do you have? How many employees do you have? What's the what's the quick synopsis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, long story short, we're a small owner-operator style business uh, over here in uh, Wixom slash Novi, Michigan, which is about uh, 40 minutes west of Detroit. We're over here in the suburbs. Um, some people know like Brighton, Michigan, kind of Ann Arbor, Michigan, U of M. So if you know uh, Michigan football, we're about 30 minutes north and east of that. Um, so it's suburbia over here, a lot of subdivisions, a lot of, um, you know, I wouldn't say smaller properties, just um it's just subdivision galore over here in the suburbs of, uh, of Michigan, you know? Um, but yeah, we've, we've been doing this since 2005. So it's like 16th or 17th season, which is wild, uh, neighborhood kid growing up, you know, push mowing for 10 bucks. I actually grew up in a double wide trailer and, uh, literally I was an overzealous 10 year old kid just trying to make a buck and, uh, go buy fireworks and go buy subway sandwiches, you know, but, um, <laughs> The, I always joke, the first 10, 11 years in business, not the most illustrious. We uh, were mowing grass. We, we were trying to figure stuff out. We were honestly just making stuff up, um, just try, feel, and adjust. And so uh, 11 years in, kind of burnt out, kind of uh, not the most uh, successful business or lawn care setup. Um, excited about the industry, you know, very passionate about mowing lawns. I take a lot of pride in my work. Um, so I actually happened to literally – uh, stumble upon creating YouTube videos, and there's a whole story there. Um, but long story short, um, tried to pour my heart and soul out on YouTube and uh, do reviews, how-tos, basic stuff, just kind of what I knew. And then uh, along the way, YouTube kind of poured into me, and uh, we learned a bunch. We learned a bunch from so many great folks out there, the uh, uh, the Caleb's of the world, you know, that had podcasts and YouTube videos, and uh, learned a bunch and. Last four, four or five years, uh, you know, we've quadrupled our revenue since, you know, 2016, 17-ish uh, when we hopped on YouTube. Um, we got about – it depends on how many guys we have working for us at any one time. It could be one to two, sometimes three different guys, um, you know, spring rush, mulch season, uh, fall cleanups, snow removal. is kind of an all-hands-on-deck. We'll take a couple guys out there and uh, just have them working, you know, nights and weekends. But – um, for the most part, we we uh, we have a small business uh, under three hundred grand in revenue, which we might get close to this year, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, so not that bad for a two full time guy team. Um, one big truck and trailer, a couple mowers. Um, run our business right now out of storage lockers, hoping to break ground on a pole barn uh, next spring of 2023. And um, it's wild, man! It's wild. Yeah. Uh, we got 
we got a one baby girl. Uh, she is 13 months old and, um, the apple of my eye, man, just changed everything for us and uh, beautiful wife, Liz and, uh, never happier, man. Never, never better. Um, money's getting better. Life is getting better. And, uh, just really, really thankful for everything that we got going on. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So did the, mm-hmm. um, when you started doing the YouTube, did you have it all figured out or is it just like, uh, I'll tell people what I can and, and you kind of like, you stepped into it and you were like, oh, okay, well these, all these other people are teaching people. And if I'm going to be showing people how to do this, I might as well clean up my act too. You know, was it like that or was it, or was it like you had just cleaned it up and you wanted to show the world what you had? No, no, dude. It's, it's actually the opposite. I mean, we threw ourselves out there looking back on it. If I, if I didn't know what I, what's the best way to say it? Like I didn't know what I didn't know. So I was just throwing myself out there on the internet. Um, we, we were good at the, the mowing grass, the sling and mulch, the edging, trimming, blowing the basics. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't really have any business acumen other than like, you know, I, have, I had a really good technician mindset. Like I was really good at doing the work. Um, but running a business, uh, I, I, there was a lot of missing puzzle pieces. Now I had always been a big fan of, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur and, and learning business and, I was reading self-help books and, you know, like I said, watching YouTube videos and all that stuff. Um, but I never really was able to like connect the dots and a couple, a couple things happened where, like I said, YouTube people were pouring into me and say, Hey, you ever consider this or you ever consider that? And then actually met some really good people local to me that, uh, kind of took me under their wing as well, helped me clean up some stuff on the back end. And then what I kind of found out, Caleb, is that when, what I was learning is what most guys were also struggling with, right? So the figuring out how to uh, pay their taxes, figuring mm-hmm. out payroll, yeah. how to hire that first or second guy, um, mm-hmm. having a good quality bookkeeper, um, the different ways to structure your business, the different ways to structure your route, yeah. um, learning the profitability of different parts of the industry, right? Like not all not all businesses are created equal. So <laughs> it, it, it was wild, man. Like <laughs> looking back on what I did now, like, I use the word uh, metamorphosis sometimes because, okay. because dude, like who we were in 2016 and who we are today in just five or six short years, I know it sounds like a long time for some of you guys, like most people, like they can kind of relate to a four or five year window because, you know, high school or maybe a college degree. Mm-hmm. So in that same four or five, you know, year window, uh, we kind of got our, uh, our, our bachelor's in business, if you will, from the school of hard knocks or YouTube. And, and I mean, I couldn't be more honest and, it, it was rough, bro. The 2016 business that we that we had was on life support. Um, today, things are getting a lot better. We we do not have it all figured out, not by any stretch of the imagination. But um, we're making money. We're, we're I, I would say we're pretty pretty profitable with our business. Um, and uh, the YouTube thing was uh, a huge blessing as well. And um, but yeah, man, if if I knew what I knew today about me back in the and back in the day. I, I don't think I've ever would have put myself on the internet as much as I did. <laughs> so um, I would I would just be like, hey, here's what we're doing with our business. And people would be like, what? And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So um, we, we learned, man. But you know what? Um, I had a lot of great people pour into me. Like they, I don't know if they just took pity or if they're just also like, hey, I was there just a couple years ago. But yeah, yeah. it's just like, it's like you're standing on the shoulders of giants, man. And um, now, now that we have things a little bit more together, I guess you could say, um, we're just part of the mill as well. Just trying to pour it back out there, man, and just uh, just keep paying it forward. Gotcha, gotcha. So, what does the what does the future look like for for your lawn mowing operation? Not just the YouTube and stuff like that, but for the the lawn care operation that you run um, sure. right now. What's the future? You're going to keep it going for 10, 20 years. What's the long term? Is it just to 
get profitability to an insane, you know, number or, or what's the deal with that? Man, that's a good question. Um, I, I don't have a, a, an honest answer for you with, um, or, or a firm answer for you, I should say. Uh, honest answer is I, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you, I know what I need to make income wise to support the lifestyle that my wife and I want. And we're doing that through the lawn care business. And more lately, we've been able to, you know, make a little bit of money with uh, doing some social media stuff. But the the interesting thing is, and, and I just got to be honest with you guys, like imagine where my scenario or my situation is. Um, we make a couple hundred grand a year with the lawn care business. Um, we've started to make a couple bucks with social media. And and I've never like considered myself like a social media person, right? Like I, I literally am the introverted uh, dork kid that uh, – I just never wanted to be the, the out front, out loud, um, sanguine personality type. That's just not who I am. Um, I'm the more quiet, recluse. You leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. Um, hey, I've got five friends. I don't need six. So um, I've never been like the out front social media guy. I know it sounds ironic because we have the YouTube channel and the podcast and all that crap, right? Um, but the, the, the reality is that in another couple of years, we'll have 20 years uh, under our belt in the industry. And it really also depends on my right-hand guy with Rob, my foreman, um, what he wants to do. If he wants to stick around for four or five, ten years and, you know, make a career out of this thing, then I, I really enjoy um, putting him in a leadership position and, um, you know, paying him pretty handsomely to, to continue the business on. Um, I'm also at this old fart stage. I mean, I'm 36, yeah. um, which I, I'm still a spring chicken. But, uh, you know, family life is different right now. Like, we just had a baby. We want to have a couple more kiddos. So I, I know it sounds weird for some of you young, young bucks out there, but sure, I, sure. I'm not, I'm not trying to work 75 hours a week. <laughs> um, I, I want to spend time with my baby girl. Um, you know, the kids, we're going to build a house here. So I don't know if that makes sense, but my, my priorities are a little bit shifted right now where I'm not trying to just grow the next multi-million dollar regional business or more yeah. than 10, $20 million, you know, company. Um, I think, I think at your age, um, 18, 19, 20, I, I wanted to build the next $10 million company. Um, I've, I've realized that it's a little bit harder than a lot of people think. <laughs> um, uh, I, I'll also say like, I've, I've been able to befriend a lot of uh, folks that have the five, 10, 20, $50 million companies. And, um, with all due respect, they all say it's not really that worth it. Um, you know, if, Make, making a million bucks a year isn't going to really open up that many more doors for you than a, a $200,000 year income, uh, just to be honest. Uh, the house is, you're already going to get the nice house, the nice car. Uh, you might have some better investments, don't get me wrong. Um, but I just, I see a lot of people, they're like, I want I want the $10 million company and the uh, the 85 employees. And um, <laughs> all, all I see is stress, 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 ulcer, 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 heart attack, heart attack, divorce, divorce. Yeah, no, um, there's a lot a lot involved that a lot of people don't don't really see oh, up front. Oh, dude, for sure. I mean, and, and, and missing out on your family time, your kids' time. So um, I, I always joke with my wife, like we always uh, reserve the right, we joke, um, to build a $10 million company because I think I have it in me and I, I, I think it'd just be a fun adventure. Um, I think that might be something I do in my 40s or 50s. Um, maybe when my kids are 15, 18, 20 years old, you know? Yeah, um, and it would be a bad lesson for them to see you go out and build something, you know, big. I've thought about it over the years. Like, if I go in and I'm, you know, make a bunch of money now and then I go build a house and have kids and that stuff and all they get, all they get to do is hang out and enjoy the cushy life and they never saw a dad out there, you know, working hard for it, then, you know, exactly. it's not going to be instilled in them. 
Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, so that's why I always joke with my wife. I said, hey, do you want to go build a 10, 20, 100 million dollar company? I, I really do think we could. Um, and, you know, all the excuses aside that people put out there with, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, labor or or finding the right people, they're, they're out there. The, the industry is still growing by leaps and bounds. It's just uh, right now, uh, I, I'd much rather be a family man, make a couple hundred grand a year from both companies. Um, like you said, continue to work on the lawn care company. Don't get me wrong. We're, we're growing like by leaps and bounds. Our, our business is up 30% this year. Uh, not just cause we raised prices cause of inflation, but I mean, revenues up, profitability is up. We're, we're, you know, we just bought a second truck. We got a whole nother plow rig going up or plow setup going out. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, we're, we're adding new customers left and right. I'm just, just literally yesterday morning, uh, we're, we're mowing one of our commercial sites and I walked to both businesses on the left and the right of the business that I do. Uh, down this tech drive and i went in there solicited said hey do you guys need snow service they're like uh sure give us a quote like we'd be <laughs> open to it yeah and, and so, so like people are like oh so you do youtube now i'm like what no like dude i do youtube like nights and weekends who cares about youtube like yeah i'm yeah. i'm growing my business and uh, i'm i'm more excited about a eight thousand dollar plow plow contract so yeah it's, yeah uh, yeah yeah right so what does the uh how many accounts do you have right now uh, what does that look like commercial yeah, residential yeah, the, the mix is about 80, 80, 85 residential, and then about another dozen commercial, and then about a half dozen uh, HOAs that we manage. So uh, some of them are front entrance boulevards, you know, for an HOA, just a small court, eight to 10 homes, um, you know, and it's a $50 weekly mile. Um, uh, we have another HOA at seven acres, and it's a $30,000 account. Yeah. So it's the spread is varied. Um, we have some strip mall properties. Um, Lawn ten fifteen, snow another ten fifteen, um, and then we've got other commercial sites. You know, fifteen hundred bucks a year. You know, they got a postage stamp lawn up front and uh, no snow. So it's it's just a little bit of everything. Um, I would say revenue wise, we're probably sixty forty lawn snow. But mm. I'll tell you what, like our snow business is uh, is booming. Like I said, we're uh, making some big shifts there. So I'm hoping to do a hundred hundred fifty in snow this year in five months in Michigan with two trucks. I I think that's pretty stout. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the, the mix up in the lineup of what we do right now with uh, our accounts. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not, that's not bad. So how do you how do you get the uh, the snow so profitable? Because I know that there are, um, I was doing the numbers for myself and I was like, oh shoot, if I blow a transmission in my truck, there goes like almost all of my profits for the for the snow season. So so what does it sure. look like for you? How, do you? how do you make that happen? Is it the commercial stuff or what is it? No, I mean it's it's just like anything you do. You got to make sure that you're uh, you're running the numbers and you're being intentional with what you're doing. And and also there's a fine line between industry averages and then also uh, what the competition is charging and then also what the client's willing to pay. And so what we've done is we've kind of positioned ourselves as a little bit more of a boutique uh, business. Uh, we're owner operators, so it's me, me and a couple guys. Basically, we always say, hey, you get us every time. Same guy, same crew, same truck. And so there's a premium to that. Now, there's also a premium white glove service that we offer that customers, not every customer, but a lot of customers are willing to pay for, especially in this, uh, you know, whatever you call it, economic climate. Yeah. Um, It's just really, really difficult to find good help, reliable help and good contractors. And, And even more so with snow. I mean, with all due respect, anybody can kind of go mow lawns, get a zero turn and a pickup truck. Um, yeah. to do snow and to do snow profitably and reliably and consistently and be here year after year after year, uh, you, you need to be a pretty legitimate snow outfit. That's, yeah. that's what I've learned from some of the big guys that I'm trying to, uh, you know, be mentored with. 
So for us, um, yeah, our, our prices are, are not competitive. Um, our service isn't uh, equal to any of those guys as well. Uh, I, I, in fact, I literally was just talking to a, a warehouse that we bidded, uh, bid on about eh, three weeks ago now. Okay. Um, I was doing a pruning job a half mile down the road. Uh, we got down on a Friday about 3.30. I was taking the back roads uh, home to my house, uh, down some side roads. Drove past the warehouse and uh, big garage doors open, probably uh I don't know, 80 by 200, you know, square foot machine shop warehouse. Um, and I was like, you know, I, I had never heard back from that bid. Any which way, I, uh, I drive past and I go, oh, I'll catch up with that on Monday. I said, nope, there's still time on Friday. Let's go back. So I walk in. Um, nobody's in the office, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Go through the big garage door, go in the back. Everybody's uh, congregated on the assembly line. And uh, I go, hey, is so-and-so there? They said, no, but his boss is here. I said, ooh, even better. <laughs> so... I walked in, hey, uh, little song and dance, I do lawn, I do snow, sent a proposal over to so-and-so. He goes, uh, what, what, what are we talking about? Like, you know, uh, I saw your proposal, but I didn't really get the chance to read it. So two-minute song and dance, and I basically said, um, uh, I said, hey, uh, his name is Mike. I said, Mike, I'm not the cheapest guy in town. And right off the rip, he goes, I don't want the cheapest. I just want to make sure that my my uh, my loading bay uh, truck, you know, dock, He's like, I want my truck bay, make sure that that's clear, and I want a lane for the semi-truck. We got deliveries in and out from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I want everything cleaned up. It's not about the price. He goes, we'll pay. I just want it done right. And and I said, that comes at a premium. I said, I'm your guy. And so <laughs> we, didn't, we, we, didn't, we didn't talk numbers. Now, we sent him a contract and a proposal, but it wasn't, hey, the one guy will do it for X, and can you meet that price? There's none of that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And, now, again – that's that's not every customer out there because I'm, I'm I'm bidding the, you know 20 30 different sites right now and I got other customers saying whoa you're double what the other guy charges <laughs> yeah so and we get that too and I say yeah well I said uh, good luck with him I said uh, let me know what what when he when he shows up and how he does when you get an eight inch snowstorm if he's actually reliable yeah and and by the way dude I'm a consumer too if that guy's gonna do a great job for half the price of his competition then you need to make sure that you give that guy some Gatorade and some energy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> treat, treat, treat that guy like gold. In fact, I'm going to use him as a subcontractor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, oh, for um, sure, for sure. But, yeah, the, the secret to snow is knowing your numbers. Uh, I know it sounds redundant. Everybody says that kind of stuff. But it's, it's just the truth. you got to make sure that you understand your overhead. you got to understand your profitability, your break-evens. You have to literally make sure that you're running the numbers. I, I don't look at anybody else's numbers other than – some of the people that I, I network with and I say, Hey, what are you getting for this site? What are you getting for this site? We, we know we're none of us are competitive. We're, we're not trying to bid the, uh, uh, for the big national subcontractors that are trying to then get the work to us. Yeah. No, no, no. We're not, we're not doing any of that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. Uh, I was, I was always curious and, uh, nobody gave me a good hard answer. So that's, that's good. So I wanted to, to real quick pivot as we, uh, we, as we kind of wrap up here, um, I know it's it, it might take you a second, but uh, I want to hear uh, how you got started with the YouTube. Why? Uh, what was the beginning like, and, and what does the future look like for that? Dude, the, the YouTube story is sixty seconds or less. Uh, my my wife and I uh, it was twenty I don't know twenty twelve thirteen fourteen. We were freshly married. We were broke as a joke. Uh, we had no money, no no nothing happening for us. My wife's background was poor broke. I was poor broke. Uh, we had just got married. Uh, we were like, hey. We, we just uh, were like, we need to do something actually to bring in some more income. Uh, we never thought YouTube would be a source of income. I was just, So she was going to do 
makeup and beauty blogging. Uh, and by the way, like we always joke, if she would have did that and stuck with it, we would probably be millionaires because I don't know if you guys have ever seen like the girl of vloggers or, uh, get ready with me's or the makeup girls, uh, the, the beauty bloggers, the fashion bloggers, these, <laughs> all these chicks are making six digits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. um, so what happened was in 20, I don't even know, man, 2014, 2015, whatever it was, I bought my wife a Canon T6i DSLR camera little $800 video creator kit, like a vlogging kit. Yeah. Um, which most people are familiar with that kind of stuff now because they kind of have these bundles. But yeah, six years, six years ago, it was just kind of breaking under the scene. Uh, she wanted to do that. I was watching a guy named Casey Neistat. Uh, a lot of guys know Casey Neistat on YouTube. He kind of like revolutionized the platform with vlogging. And also simultaneously, um, I was watching a couple different guys that were doing lawn care YouTube videos. And... There, there are a bunch of these old guys that um, that were just sharing their business, sharing their setup, mowing grass. I mean, literally set up a GoPro on a fence and just striped lawns. And it was wild. And I'm like, this is interesting. So long story short, I got this camera for my wife. Uh, with all love and all respect to her, she hauled off and did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the camera sit in the corner January, sit in the corner February, sit in the corner March. And I said, hey um, – you know, are you going to start making those videos? Don't pressure me. <laughs> you know, that whole, <laughs> that, oh boy. That, that whole thing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get it right. It, if anybody's ever filmed themselves, it's ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's, it's so unnatural. It's so weird. It, it really is. And people put themselves out there for the first video and it takes them uh, a pool of sweat and two hours to edit a video. It, it, it is really tough. So we're, we're figuring this crap out. And so long story short, uh, it was March, April, and I was about to trade in a zero-turn lawnmower. And I told my wife, I said, do you mind if I use that camera to film this mower? <clears throat> I'm going to put it on YouTube uh, and just do a quick review on it. Like, I had 1,400 hours. There was a Laser Z uh, S series mower. Um, I was trading it in to buy a new uh, Laser Z X series lawnmower. And uh, I just literally took the camera, walked around four times in my mom's driveway at my trailer park, uh, I just said, I like this. I don't like that. I like that. I don't like this. I, it was like a 12 or 13 minute video. It's still my first video on YouTube. It's got, I don't know, 5,000 views or something. Right. Okay. okay. Um, but back in the day, uploaded the video. I didn't have a fancy name. I didn't have photos. I didn't have avatars. I didn't have the little banners. I didn't, I didn't have playlists. I had nothing, dude. Yeah. It was just a random one video and I got two views and I got one comment. And somebody said, cool review. Uh, hey, what's that other lawnmower in the background? And I had a, a 32 or 36 uh, Metro walk behind Xmark lawnmower, a little gated backyard mower. Yeah, yeah. And that was video number two. I said, oh, shoot, like I can do that video. And by the way, I did the same thing. I didn't put myself in the video, Caleb, by the way. Yeah. Because that's, that's what weirdos do. <laughs> you know? I'm not putting myself on the internet. Like, that's for the crazies. Like, I don't yeah, want right. to get killed by, by an axe murderer. <laughs> so, long story short, I do another video just on the same thing. Uh, post that one to YouTube. And that one got four views. And I was like, oh, we are in high cotton now. <laughs> and by the way, we got like two subscribers. Wow. Right? Then, All right. Yeah. And then if you, if you go through the old videos, you'll see like I reviewed my trimmer, my blower. It wasn't like, by the way any special pieces of equipment. Okay. It wasn't like we had a breakout video. Um, 
I reviewed a couple trimmers, a couple blowers, my my uh, utility trailer, and then dude, we had like fifteen subscribers, and then twenty five subscribers, and we had like one video that got thirty two views, thirty two, and it's like, <laughs> bro, it was wild, and I'm like, oh my god, Liz, if we keep doing this thing, maybe one day, maybe one day, we'll get to a hundred subscribers. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, hey. I mean, dude, it's like, it's the most humble beginnings, but dude, we, every single day, we, we were like, it was one or two more, one or two more, one or two more. And people would have comment, hey, what do you think about this? Or can you review that? Or uh, how do you get customers? And I made a how to pass out flyers video. And I just kind of like built a small community. We just kind of hung out and I was watching other people's videos and I started to make some friends in the industry. Um, one or two companies started to reach out. They said, hey, you have... I think Echo was the first company that reached out. I had like okay. 300 subscribers yeah. and um, they, they just came out with a new trimmer. And so Echo sent me a trimmer. I was like, oh my God, like. That's crazy. Yeah. 300 I, subscribers. Bro, boom. Bro. I was like, holy cow. Like the whole social media influencer kind of um, landscape was a lot different, you know, obviously. Yeah. Um, now, now everybody and their brother's uh, 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 an influencer. <laughs> uh, not even going to go down that whole route. No. Um, but, and I don't call myself one. I'm just a regular lawn guy. Like, I'm still a lawn bro. But the the long story short was, I remember it took us about a year to get to 1,000 subscribers. And I was blown away. I said, in my, never in my wildest imaginations, uh, imagination, did we ever think we'd have 1,000 subscribers? Never. I mean, literally, dude, I'm the least likely guy. I, and by the way, how I sound now, how I talk now, all this other stuff, that's not how I sounded in 2016. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I couldn't string a sentence together, let alone film myself and not be awkward. Yeah. Plus, a um, thousand subscribers back then is a lot different than a thousand now. It's like oh, thousands now. That's like ten thousand now. Oh, YouTube yeah, is dude, way a, different. A thousand percent. Dude, a th- long care YouTube. That was that wasn't a thing. That wasn't a long care podcast. <laughs> like that wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're talking five years ago, folks. Like Instagram long care. That wasn't a thing. Like you took photos of your food and like your, your, your baby, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> in your car. <laughs> so yeah, dude, it's, it's so wild, but I'll, I'll tell you what, at a thousand subscribers, I realized I could probably make a go of this thing. I said, if I just stay consistent, upload two or three videos a week, show me working, maybe review some stuff, a little this, a little that. I said, maybe we continue to grow. It took a whole nother year. We got to 10,000 subscribers and as you would imagine, I said, dude, there's no, I cannot believe 10,000 subscribers. You gotta be kidding me. That's insane, dude. That's, that's half of a stadium where the, where the Pistons play. Like, that's insane. We have that many people that are opting in to follow us. Like, holy cow. And, and one thing I'll, I'll, I'll say really quick, we never did it for the money. We never did it to, to get free equipment. We never did it for any of that crap. I literally yeah. was just pouring it out there to, to just help the next guy out. And, and the reason I say that is because, <clears throat> At a thousand subscribers, I knew I could get to ten. At ten thousand, I said, "You know what? I can take this thing to a hundred. I said, "And I bet you that if I go for a hundred thousand subscribers and really pour my heart and soul out on this thing, I said, "I bet you that we'll make some money with this thing." yeah, i didn't I didn't know how. I didn't know why. I just said, I figured brands would kind of show up, and some of you probably give me some money because I, I I knew that would happen with YouTube. like, I'm, my wife and I we weren't stupid. Like we know, like beauty bloggers were making hundreds of thousands, and Jeffrey Star and Casey Neistat. I'm like, okay, 
I'm sure somebody will reach out and want to give us a thousand bucks or ten thousand bucks. I don't know. But I said, I got to make sure that I don't do it for the money because then then everything changes. Yeah. So yeah. so so we, we, we tried. I, I sincerely mean that. Like we really tried to keep it pure. We still try to keep it pure. Uh, Gary V, you know, hopped on the scene and he said, you got to be 51, 49. You got to give more than you get. And I said, okay, well, that, if that's the rule, then I'm going to be like 90, 10. And in 10, get mean more like, hey, if you guys want to use a promo code or come to an event or come to a, buy a buy a ticket somewhere. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, right. But we've always tried to keep it 90, 10. Pour, pour it out there, help the next guy out. And if somebody wants to reciprocate, fantastic. No obligation. From uh, zero to a, a thousand took a year. From one to 10 took another year. Uh, from 10 to about 40,000 was year three. Uh, 40 to like 80 was year four, 80 to 130 was year five, got the silver play button, big hoopla, all that fun stuff, like five years of just grinding it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you earned it. Literally in the, literally in the desert, and then um, actually, uh, there's a whole side story here, by the way, like I said, I'm not going to spend any of this YouTube money ever. We never did. We, we, we literally put in this ad account. My lawn care business was getting better and beefier as I was learning, and yeah. we, we we started to grow a pretty good lawn care company. I mean, we're doing twenty grand a month at one point, and so all the money I made from YouTube, I was just banking, 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 and we weren't making yeah. millions, but um, just like from ad AdSense and that kind of stuff. Just AdSense, any like small brand deals, uh, affiliate codes, any of that crap, nothing crazy. I mean, by the way, I made I made about seven hundred fifty videos when we got to a hundred thousand subscribers. Yowzers, that's crazy. Seven hundred fifty videos and about twenty five hundred posts on Instagram, <sighs> and and we didn't have a podcast yet, but we do. We we created so much content in about a four or five year window. Like people are like, "Oh, you're making some money with YouTube." I'm like, "I hope so." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, I got I got mm. five thousand hours invested into this crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, long story short, a lot of my fans and followers know that I had always wanted a Tesla Model X. Um, that was like the cool car to get. I think it's still a pretty cool car. Yeah, yeah. Um, Agreed. So I banked all, I banked all the money we made from YouTube, and then long story short, when we get a hundred thousand subscribers, I was going to buy the Tesla Model X. I decided to wait for about another six months, and then uh, found out my wife and I had got pregnant. I said, uh, "Now's probably a good time," and so we we pulled the trigger. I was going to pay cash for it. I ended up financing it because I got like a 2% rate. Not bad, not bad. I, yeah. You That's know, free like, money. Yeah. Inflation's more than 2%. You know, you're I, making money on that car. Dude, dude 100%. Uh, dude, today the car's worth 120000 <laughs> Um I paid one hundred five for it. It's one hundred twenty. dollars I, I actually did end up paying it off uh, about uh, nine months later. So we, okay. paid, we paid it off within a year because I, uh, I just wanted to get rid of the payment, all that mess. So YouTube did buy the Tesla. So people are like, oh, you get like, YouTube bought your truck or YouTube bought your lawnmowers and all that crap. I'm like, no, like we, we, we have gotten some free equipment, but dude, not the big stuff like the truck, the trailer, most of the mowers, like that's all been my money. So it's never been, Oh, like you got a bunch of free stuff and then you weren't, you didn't have to reinvest. And then you rebought the Tesla. I'm like, no, it's not how it worked at all. Cause you got the critics out there, of course. Oh, for, oh, um, sure. But when, and that's totally fine. I get it. I mean, optics is everything, but the core audience that was following us and hanging with us, um, they saw us get like the dream car, and then um, from there, uh, year six that we're in now, we're at uh, I don't even know, dude, one hundred seventy-five thousand, I think, subscribers, and uh, I think forty million channel views, and um, now it's kind of turned into uh, I don't even know what it is now, dude. It's just this 
octopus this like tentacle thing that's like everywhere <laughs> um, but but dude it turned into instagram then it turned into a training website then it turned into a live event then it turned into a podcast um and dude i just literally love helping people go from where here here's the long story short i love for real I, it's not a pitch it's not a shtick it's not a line i sincerely mean it i love helping people go from where i was in 2012 13 14 15 to at least where we're at today yeah and we're we're not a finished product but i figure hey if i can help you make a couple hundred in revenue net a hundred thousand plus i think it's a pretty good level um i think you're going to be sitting pretty you'll be able to get a nicer home a nicer car maybe keep the wife at home to raise the kids i i think that's the american dream yeah and so so that that's my mission statement right now is how people get uh more successful on landscaping businesses maybe fill in a couple puzzle pieces and uh, I always say leave the uh, the breadcrumbs for the the Brian's law maintenance of 10 years ago yeah so, uh, but dude it's it's been a passion and uh, we're just dude we're just getting started there's so much more to come because now when I get to 100 150 thousand subs I'm like why not a million like yeah man I'm like the green industry is freaking awesome like there's guys that are listening to the show they do landscaping other guys do hardscaping other guys do sod other guys do uh, irrigation other guys do lighting I'm like it's a pretty cool freaking industry. There's oh, yeah. a 200, $200 billion industry. Like if you're a 21 year old kid, you know, and you don't want to go to college, uh, I think, I think you can, you know, it's just a lot of six figure income in the green industry in 36 months. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? So that, that's where I'm at right now is, uh, just trying to be an advocate and pay it forward for the next guy. And, uh, and let people know that college isn't the only answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, and if you want to go to college, that's awesome. But I think, I think uh, the trades is is where it's at. Um, there, you know, union this or otherwise that, but you know, there's still a good seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollar year uh, job out there if you want it in the trades, especially in the green industry. And I think if you want to be a, an entrepreneur and a small business owner, um, there's a six figure uh, salary and paycheck there for you as well. So yeah, man, that's that's uh, that's Brian's law maintenance in uh, thirty minutes or less, man. Is that crazy? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, taking the time to do that. I know it's not not easy to do it. I know, I know personally, I was I was grinding it out today and, and then had to come home and and post a bunch of stuff and do all that stuff. And I'm just jumping into it. And uh, you've been doing this for a long time, so a lot of respect for you. And I think the world needs needs more people who are doing it for a genuine reason and aren't just there to, to make a couple bucks and leave. So, Amen. Amen, brother. Well, no, and, and dude, right back at you. That's why we got you on our podcast. I said, holy cow, this is an 18-year-old uh, young hustler named Caleb. He's uh, doing electric things. He's uh, growing his business. Uh, what, what's your second year of business or third year? It's actually my fourth, I would say second fourth. serious year of business. That's right. That's right. I, I remember a podcast just a couple days ago. I'm like, I think it's only like your second or third year anyway. But dude, like, I mean, give it another five or six years. Who knows where you're going to be? And yeah. Again, I think we were joking on the podcast. If you want to have a six-figure business, awesome. If you want to take this thing to eight digits, it's wide open, man. I mean, yeah. literally. Um, and that's the best part about the industry is we're all learning and growing together. Yeah, 100%. All right, thank you so much. And uh, guys, if you have not already followed the podcast, please be sure to do so. We're also on YouTube. And uh, if you can do one thing for me, uh, go check out our website, The Motivated Mo. M-O-W-T-I-V-A-T-E-D.com. We have a, an exclusive free newsletter. I got private YouTube videos, and I send that out every every Sunday evening. So I appreciate it, guys. Uh, be sure to go uh, follow uh, Brian's Lawn Maintenance on, on YouTube. Uh, they're also on, I want to say, Instagram. Where else are you guys? Podcasts. 
uh, Launchpreneur Academy, Fullerton Unfiltered, um, any, anywhere fine books are sold. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, I'll link everything down below. Thanks again for, for uh, being on, and uh, you, have a, you have a great night, and uh, best of luck to you. Thanks, Caleb. Do that, brother. Yep.